Hi, I'm John Narrell, and welcome to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. If you're feeling stuck in your career and overwhelmed by what steps to take, I can help you. As an executive and career transition coach, I help my clients prepare, position, and promote who they are and what they do to show up and find a job they love or love the job they have. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. So let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. And this is episode number 80. What a great way to start off season two. If you have not had chance to take a listen to my New Year's Day episode about goal setting, it's episode number 79. Please make sure you go back and take a listen. And as part of that episode, there is a free downloadable guide to help you create and plan your goals for 2022. It is easy and without the overwhelm. So you can just go ahead and visit johnnarrell.com forward slash 2022 goals, or you can click up the link in the show notes. If you happen to go to my website and you're looking for it there, it's also under the services tab. So you'll see it right there as well. But johnnarrell.com forward slash 2022 goals. And you're going to get a fantastic, easy, tangible, simplified, and clear guide to help you set your goals for 2022 and make this year the year that you find the job you love or you love the job you have. So we're four days in. How's it going for you so far? What's interesting about this part of time in the year is that we're out of the holidays almost. We are kind of winding down. Maybe you've packed up the decorations, you're back to work, you're settling in. And probably right about now, you might be questioning your motivation or your determination on whatever goals or resolutions you set for 22. Sometimes there's an event that happens or someone has gotten to you and it's caused your thoughts to wane or question a little bit about whether or not the goals that you set are actually going to come true. You might even found yourself lapsing back into some old habits. But let's just remember that when we're looking to make a change, we are changing behavior. But in order to change that behavior, which is an action, we really have to take a look at our mindset and dig deeply into what are the changes that are going on in our brain and in our thought processes in order to create that different result that we want. So bear with me here, because in today's episode, I'm going to talk with you about a key stage in building your mid-career GPS that is all about preparation. But in this episode, I'm going to focus with you specifically on your mindset, and I'm going to share with you two huge thought models or philosophies, if you will, to help you get a little better perspective on what your mindset is and how that's helping or hurting you in this whole goal-setting process. Now, I am a certified coach. I am certified through IPEC, the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, and I'm a master practitioner in the Energy Leadership Index Assessment. 
So when you think about workplace assessments that are out there, and you've probably heard of things like Myers-Briggs, DISC, there's so many wonderful assessments that are out there. The Energy Leadership Index is a well-recognized tool to help leaders understand how their attitudes are shaping or informing their decisions in how they are showing up and putting a lens on various situations in their organization and as to who they are as a leader. Now, with the Energy Leadership Index, it is founded by Bruce D. Schneider, who is the founder for IPEC, again, the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. And what I love about the ELI and why it has also been so transformative for me as well as for my clients is that it takes seven different levels of energy and looks at them through your attitudes or beliefs that you're putting on a given situation. So for example, you may be thinking about going up for an internal promotion within your company. And your thought may be, I can't win. They're going to tell me I don't have enough experience. They're going to tell me I don't have this particular certification or I don't have this experience on a particular project. We need to call that out because our thoughts or our attitudes that we're putting on these situations are coloring or shading our perspectives as to how we're looking at the situation overall. So without getting too much into it, the Energy Leadership Index breaks down these thoughts around things like, I can't win versus I must win, right? Also where I may rationalize a situation or even looking at what is the opportunity for everybody involved. And ultimately, as leaders, where we want to get to a place is where we really are clear in our value and our purpose and how all that aligns so we can lead our organizations, our teams, our clients, our projects in the most authentic and genuinely way possible because of our strengths and our attitudes in that given situation. When you think about your career right now, in thinking about how you're navigating towards finding a job you love or loving the job you have, take a moment and just pulse check. Where's your mindset right now? In other words, what are you telling yourself about your career and its results right now? You can also apply that to what are you telling yourself about your job search? Maybe you continued to apply and look for jobs throughout the month of December, maybe between Thanksgiving and the new year, or maybe your thought was, nobody's hiring right now. I'm just going to wait till the new year. Whatever that is, that is a reflection on your thought or your attitude as to how you are energetically showing up in that situation. And let me be clear, I'm not saying one is right or wrong, what I'm simply wanting you to do here is increase your awareness around what's going on in your brain. What are you thinking about? What are the the attitudes that you're putting on this situation? And when we think about setting goals for 22, as I talked about this in the last episode, we set goals in order to keep us focused and on track. And when we do that, we have a way to monitor progress toward the goals we want to achieve. But as we continue to work toward that goal, 
It is our mindset that is fueling our actions so that goal can become a reality. You can tell yourself all day long, it's going to happen. But if you don't put the actions behind it, it never will. Just as much as if you tell yourself, I'm never going to get that new job. I'm never going to get that promotion. The same thing will come true for you because you're not doing anything to put yourself out there. So when clients come to me or when people are inquiring about coaching, clients come to me and they hire me because they're looking for some kind of solution. And oftentimes, especially when I'm working with people in career transition, the majority of them will pinpoint something specifically that they believe is not working for them. For example, I don't really interview very well. I get really nervous in an interview. I can't tell a clear story. Or they'll say, well, it must be my resume because nobody's ever contacting me for a job interview. I never hear anybody say to me that the issue with them is their mindset. Because to them, they're doing everything that they need to do and they can do. So why would it be their mindset? It has to be something else. Now, if you're on LinkedIn and we are not connected on LinkedIn, please send me a connection request. When you do, mention this podcast and this episode. I'd be happy to connect with you. But if you are on LinkedIn, there is a service there called LinkedIn Profinder. And it is available to any member on LinkedIn. You do not need to upgrade your plan in order to access this. But think of Profinder as a vendor portal. You can put in a request for some kind of services that you are looking for. And naturally, because I'm on LinkedIn, I will often have many interactions and conversations each month with people who are curious about coaching, and they'll submit a request through ProFinder. And obviously, some are a little more specific than others, but a lot of them are like, I need to find a new job. Or it'll be things like, I need to be better at my interview. Or I'm really talented, but I can't seem to find a job. Now, there's always follow-up conversations that happen with that and, and email exchanges. Sometimes people do not respond to a, a, a vendor, if you will, like myself, who would uh, respond to. One of the things that happens on ProFinder is that you will get five uh, proposals from qualified professionals who LinkedIn is deemed to be part of ProFinder. And you then have a decision as to whether or not you want to follow up or not. But again, whenever I see these ProFinder requests, they're never about mindset. It is always about something they think needs to be fixed. And they don't understand that fixing the mindset is really what's going to unlock everything else. Your mindset is directly tied to your attitudes. It is based on the thoughts that you have around a given situation that allow you to show up and perform to your best of your ability in that situation. Let me give you an example. I'm a huge game show fan. I have shared this numerous times and was getting caught up on some prices right over the break. And 
I want to say to date, there's over 80, probably not even right, but there's dozens and dozens of games that they've had through the years. And there's, um, I want to say probably 70 or 80 games that are in the current show's rotation that they will play. And one of the favorite games is hole in one. Now, typically hole in one is played for a new car and essentially it is a miniature golf course. There are six prizes that you have to rank in order from least to most expensive. The further you get along in ranking those prices, the closer you get to the hole to putt. And if you sink the putt, basically get a hole in one, you then win the new car. And the host, Bob Barker started this, and then Drew Carey continues to do this. They will do a what they call an inspiration putt just to show the contestant that this is possible. Sometimes they make it, sometimes they don't. But then the contestant grabs a putter and they go ahead and they make their shot. I don't know about you, but there really aren't many chances other than this that I have seen in life where we get to sink a putt to make a new car, to to win a new car. And with that, there comes a certain amount of pressure. Now, going into that game, there is familiarity or a skill set that you may or may not have. Pretty much everybody knows what miniature golf is. Everybody knows what golf is and putting. Some people are golfers. Some are not. Some have played miniature golf. Some have not. Some are really good at it. Some are not. You get my point. So now you are standing there on the the course, if you will, in front of the studio audience and all of the cameras and the lights and Drew Carey's there and the models are there. They all want you to make this putt. How do you not feel nervous? And why are you nervous? You're nervous because you care. You don't want to miss the putt. You want to make the putt. You want to get the car. We never really get, get, get in on this. But there usually is something going on in the contestant's mind about what they're going to do with the car. Maybe they need it themselves. Maybe it allows them to replace a beat-up car that they have at home, or they're going to give the car to a kid, or they're going to give the car to a relative that needs it. Whatever it is, there is something else going on in their brain about what they're going to do with the car, but they still have to make the putt. And brilliantly, what the producers of the show did years ago was that if you miss the first putt, you got a second chance. So the game is really called hole in one or two. So imagine standing there trying to sink this putt. What's going on in your brain? Are you saying to yourself, don't screw up? I've got this. Don't hit it too hard. Don't hit it too soft. Pull the club back straight and swing through the shot. Whatever that is, there is something going on in your brain. And at that point, you've had an opportunity to either fill it with positive or negative thoughts around this circumstance, which is making a putt to win a new car. And if the contestant misses it on the first shot, they have to regroup. 
they're quickly thinking what they might need to do a little bit differently. Do they hit it harder? Do they hit it softer? Do they hit it a little bit more to the left or right, depending on if they pulled the first shot? All of this stuff is going on in their brain to get a second chance. But they know if they don't sink the putt on the second chance, they don't get the new car. A lot goes on in our brains. And a lot goes on in our brains when we are trying to make a move in our career. When we are looking for that internal promotion within a company, or we're looking to leverage our talents and expertise and take them elsewhere. One of my bowling coaches, big shout out to Fred Borden, has said, be careful what you think. It just might come true. We all have these moments in our lives and careers where we have to perform. You have a huge presentation coming up, a big sales meeting, an interview, whatever it is. Be careful what you think it just might come true. Earlier in the episode, I talked with you about the Energy Leadership Index Assessment and briefly went over some of the energetic levels that are talked about in the assessment. The ELI, the Energy Leadership Index Assessment, is an attitudinal assessment that gives you information about the lenses you put on various situations when you're performing at your best as well as when you are under stress. Now, another mindset tool is something called the model. The model is a product of the Life Coach School. I am not certified in it, though I have had an opportunity to study it quite a bit. But the model is basically where our thoughts create certain feelings. Those feelings create actions. Those actions in turn produce results. And what's great about the model is it puts a very bright spotlight on how you are thinking, feeling, and acting in regards to any particular circumstance you are experiencing. It's a great tool. And you may have other tools that you're aware of that have helped you increase your awareness about your mindset. The goal here is to really figure out what works best for you. What works best for you is something that is going to help increase your overall awareness of what's going on in your brain. The key here then is to lean into whatever's going on in your mind about who you are and what you do in regards to how you're going to show up. When I work with clients in the career transition space, we do a lot of work around their mindset because that is vital in preparation for them as they go into their interview. You have to know why you're going to interview for a job. And it can't just be because, well, I want another one. Sure, that may be a result of it, but there is another motivator that is going on. When you're interviewing, ultimately they are looking, the hiring manager is looking to ask this question. How are you going to help them? What are you going to do to help them solve a problem that they're currently struggling with? And oftentimes a question that will trip up a lot of candidates, whether it's asked 
directly or not, is why should we hire you? And as you've prepped for that kind of question, and maybe you've even gotten it before, you want to be really careful to not give a horrible answer. When I've worked with clients and we go through a question like that, and I'll be like, tell me why you're really good at your job. And they'll go, well, I'm a good communicator. I hope so. Well, I'm a hard worker. Uh, You should be. I come to work on time. Yeah, thanks for the warning. (laughs) We have to go deeper in order to really tap into exactly what is your value and why a company wants that. So if you're somebody who journals or types or captures notes in some way, you may want to pause the, the recording here. If you're driving, obviously, just come back to this at some point. But I really invite you to take some time to write these kind of things down because the more aware you are of what's going on in your brain, what your brain is telling you, the clearer you can be. I've shared before on the podcast that by default, our brain just wants to be negative. It wants to protect us. It's why going into interviews, we get nervous because our brain doesn't want us to fail or get hurt. Our brain is just protecting us. We get nervous because we care, right? Nerves are not a bad thing. And if you're feeling confident in your job, what's going really well for you right now? Who are the people that you're working alongside of that you're gelling with and clicking with and doing phenomenal work and getting results? Or what are the skills that you are utilizing on a day-to-day basis that truly are most needed by the company? These are things that are great to keep in mind as you're leading into your performance appraisal. But unless you are clear about what's going on in your brain, where it's celebrating certain things and it's questioning others and it's holding back because you're feeling a little bit doubtful. These are the areas where I can certainly help you as your coach. Any coach can really help you with this, right? Because these are the logistical, the tactical, and the mindset components that you need to be prepared for as you build your mid-career GPS So you are coming from the place of highest value and highest service to a new organization. So what does all this mean this year? Going into 2022, we saw some interesting things happen in the marketplace. We've seen companies really look at their numbers and figure out how much staff they need. People are retiring. They're not always being replaced. And additionally, we are seeing companies be more selective than ever when choosing a candidate. If they don't believe that candidate is right, they're not inclined to just put a body in that position until they're going to suspend the position or not hire for it and open the job certification later. It's one of the realities we're living in right now. 
and as companies still struggle with trying to figure out what going back to the work site is going to look like, you as the candidate have to be more on your game than ever to come from that place of value and service to communicate how you are going to help them. Nothing is a given. Just because you go interview for a job doesn't mean you're going to get it. And certainly we know feedback is sparse when it comes to interviews. So you have to know where you're most valuable. And in next week's episode, I'm going to talk with you a little bit more about how to get clearer about your strengths as you prepare to find that job you love or love the job you have. So with that, what's your goal for 22? My goal-setting guide that I have created for you is going to help you clearly define one personal and one professional goal. That's it. We're going to make 22 clear, simple, easy, and not overwhelming, but keep you super focused so you can get the transformation you want. That transformation is either finding the job you love or loving the job you have. So if you want to know a little bit more about how I can help you, you can always email me at john at johnnarrell.com. And I'm happy to talk with you further about whether or not coaching is a great fit for you right now and how I can help you as your coach. Don't forget to go to johnnarrell.com forward slash 2022 goals to get your copy of my goal setting worksheet. It's also linked up to in the show notes. And if, you, if you're a self-study and you want to get the book and start working through it and build your mid-career GPS right now, go to amazon.com and get a copy of your mid-career GPS, Four Steps to Figuring Out What's Next. It is a very tactical guide to help you prepare, position, promote who you are and what you do, and show up so you can find a job you love or love the job you have. My friends, we covered a lot today in this episode. You may want to go back and take another listen. But in the meantime, if you liked it, share it with somebody because word of mouth is always good to help people build their careers and navigate toward whatever is next. So my friends, remember, we build our mid-career GPSs one mile or one step at a time. And how we show up matters. Make it a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed today's episode and don't want to miss another one, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen and kindly remember to rate and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free job search tracker and other free mid-career GPS resources right there on my homepage so you can start building your mid-career GPS. Come join my private Facebook group, at your mid-career GPS and join an amazing community of people like you who are all working to figure out whatever is next for themselves and their careers. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. I'll see you next time.